Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Hey everyone, it's Sherry Stahl, host of the Soul H2O radio and podcast show. I'm so excited you're here for today's episode, Tuning in God's Voice, part four in the Hearing God's Voice series. Last week, I shared a comment from Edna who listens to the show regularly. I love hearing how God is using the show to impact your life. So I've decided I'm going to include some inbox talk at the beginning of each show, and I hope it will inspire you as you listen to the testimonies. For For this week's Inbox Talk, I'm going to share how Evie from Ontario said, I love how no matter when I get a chance to listen, it's in the timing of what the Lord has for me. Ev, I'm so glad you're listening and pray God speaks clearly to you through today's show too. Hearing God's Voice series has been jam-packed with life-changing information and inspiration. I'm really glad you're wanting to know more about hearing from God. Today, I'm going to tie it all together and make clear how you can hear the voice of God. Through the past few weeks, you've learned that God still speaks. I hope you were overwhelmed at all the ways God chooses how to speak. And I trust that after last week's episode, you've been cutting out all the noisy interference from your life that gets in the way of you hearing God's voice. Today, I want to guide you in the process of tuning in God's voice. My goal for you today is to make you thirsty for a refreshing word from God and to help you learn how to tune in God's voice loud and clear. I think you're going to want to download Soul H2O journal pages to make notes and help you quench your spiritual thirst. You can always find them on each show's episode notes like today's at soulh2o.com slash 69 with teaching graphics made by Georgia and links to anything we mention in the episode. If you're really thirsty for more, which I hope you are, make sure to join us in the Splash Group for Women. We're inviting you to an online event where you'll hear testimonies from some of the Soul H2O team of times God spoke to them in pretty crazy ways. I'll provide a little teaching inspiration and Christian recording artist Rochelle Fletcher will lead you in worship all the way from Dallas, Texas. She's going to be singing the show's theme song that goes along with my book, Water in the Desert. Mark your calendars for Thursday, June 17th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time if you want to experience an atmosphere right for hearing from God. But for now, let's dive into today's Soul H2O devotion and get refreshed. I love the spring and get so excited as summer quickly approaches. It's the perfect time to take a long drive in Sally. She's my red convertible Mustang, Club of America edition. I've had her for over 10 years and we've spent a lot of sunny days driving with the top down and tunes cranked. With just a little turn of the dial, I can tune in my favorite station, which is, of course, Joy Radio, and listen to Holly's Good Company show with great music or a host of other music shows on the station. If I drive too far out of reach, I can flip to the My Joy Radio app and tune in from anywhere around the globe. Tuning into my fave radio station has never been easier, and tuning into God's voice has never been easier either. 
I really think that if hearing from God seems difficult to access, then you just need a little teaching to help you find your way. In part one of the Hearing God's Voice series, episode 66, Speak to Me, you learn that God still speaks to people today by looking at the life of Samuel in the Bible, Todd, and Laura Harris-Smith. In part two of the Hearing God's Voice series, episode 66, God's Modus Operandi, you heard the seven ways that God speaks to his people through the Bible, nature, dreams, visions, thoughts, perceptions, and impressions, through people, and sometimes even through an audible voice. Last week in part three of the Hearing God's Voice series, episode 68, Tuning Out the Interference, you were alerted to the five main factors of static interference that can keep you from hearing God's voice. You heard about the static of busyness, sleeplessness, conflicting voices, difficult circumstances, and unhealthy heart conditions. Today, episode 69 in part four of the Hearing God's Voice series, our last episode in this series, you're going to get to learn the five simple steps to tuning in God's voice so you can hear him as clearly as the voice of your best friend. The first simple step to tuning in God's voice is to be in places where God is known to speak. Samuel is such a great example of how to tune in God's voice here. 1 Samuel 3.3 explains how Samuel positioned himself to hear from God. Samuel was sleeping in the temple in the Holy of Holies. What a better place to hear God than at your local church, our temple equivalent. It's a no-brainer but easily forgotten that the church was God's idea to communicate to his people. I can't tell you how many times I've been in a service and God speaks a message to my heart. Sometimes it's through the words of the person speaking, singing, or even giving an announcement. Other times, a God message has been triggered by a verse mentioned in the message or a song we sang in worship. I'll never forget how powerful a ladies' Bible study with only about 12 other women was when my pastor was leading and part of the curriculum from the book we were going through listed Isaiah 52 verses 1 and 2 as a verse to look up. God downloaded a whole message to me about how this verse was talking about living in the victim mentality, how I'd been living in a victim mentality, that he was going to set me free from this bondage and help me to teach it to others. Years later, I've been able to speak a message called Victorious Living, Breaking Free from the Victim Mentality to women in Canada, USA, and Guatemala, all because I went to my little church's ladies' Bible study. Get yourself in a place where you know God has spoken before to you or to other people. When the world opens up, go to church, attend a conference, or join a Bible study. Until then, listen to a podcast, sermon online, watch Christian television, listen to Christian radio, or join us online for the next Soul H2O Splash event, where the whole night is dedicated to creating an atmosphere ripe for hearing from God. I believe God is going to show up and do incredible things, so you don't want to miss out. Girl, get yourself in a place where God is known to speak. The second simple step to tuning in God's voice is to be around people who hear from God. Samuel was another great example of this point. If you're unfamiliar with his story, go back and listen to episode 66, where I tell more about his journey to hearing God's voice. 
Samuel moved into the house of Eli, the high priest, whose job description included to hear from God for the people. Spending time around people who more easily hear from God will help tune your ear in better to hearing God's voice. When I was younger and less experienced with speaking to large crowds, I struggled with what some church circles call altar time. You know, the end of a service stuff. Pastors and speakers can make this seem natural, but for me, I felt like the transition from the message to opening up time for the Holy Spirit to work in people's lives was similar from driving on a paved road to a gravel road. It was cloudy and bumpy with all the stones stirred up and no real insight into how to process it. After a few services like this, and sorry to the churches who had to experience this, I called up my wiser, more experienced friend, Peggy Kennedy, who is seriously adept at hearing God's voice and more importantly, in a group setting. Leading people into hearing God's voice for themselves is her specialty. I went with her as she spoke to just be around her, and then I was blessed to have the opportunity to co-lead a few women's events with her, and I do feel that there was a transference of anointing to hearing God's voice and leading people to do the same because sometimes more is caught than taught. Who do you know that hears from God? If you don't have anyone in your life that hears clearly, might I encourage you again to get to a place where God is known to speak? Find a solid church where hearing from God is normal and natural. My guess is there you're going to meet someone or just be around enough people that hear from God and things will rub off on your life. The third simple step to tuning in God's voice is to get familiar with God's voice. When God started calling Samuel, He didn't know it was God speaking. He had to be in the place where God was known to speak, around a person who had heard God's voice before and experienced it himself a few times before he recognized the voice of God for himself. I really think that the best way to get familiar with God's voice is to read the Bible. It's a recording of people hearing from God and trying to discern what he was saying to them. John 1.1 talks about how Jesus was the Word. And so you need to get familiar with the Word of God because when you hear it, you're going to recognize God's voice to you more easily because you'll be familiar with the way He talks. That's why we encourage women to have a Bible with them for the Soul H2O Splash Tuning in God's Voice Part 2 online event being held on June 17th. Before the days when our phones showed who was calling, it took hearing a person's voice repeatedly before you automatically knew who it was just by hearing their hello. My mother's ear became tuned into my children's cry over another's by the frequency of their cries. And even cooler is how a baby in utero recognizes their mother's voice starting around 25 weeks into the pregnancy. Scientists have researched and determined this for about the last 15 years. Janet DiPietro, Ph.D., a developmental psychologist at John Hopkins University, explained how the research shows how there is no evidence that newborns show a similar preference for their father's or siblings' voices or for any other voices they may have heard frequently while in the uterus to their mother's voice. The difference could be that the maternal voice is communicated to the fetus in two ways, as ambient sound through the abdomen and internally through the vibration of vocal cords. 
As soon as I read this line in the research, I immediately thought about the spiritual application. As a believer in Christ, the Holy Spirit is living inside of you, and His Spirit can easily talk to yours when you allow your spirit to get quiet before Him. We go get my mind You are in this moment I won't fight it I'll be I'm just looking forward to being able to connect with people, to speak with them about issues that are current and to get their perspective on things and to kind of bounce ideas around and then also to hear from those who are listening because we learn by listening. And I think that's a big part of what I hope the show is about, learning from each other and listening as much as talking. Okay, here we go. Good music, good conversation, good company. Faith Strong Today's Good Company with me, Holly Taylor. Weekdays at 5 p.m. right here on Joy. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. The fourth simple step to tuning in God's voice is to worship. At the beginning of the Soul H2O radio and podcast show, in episode four, Radio is Your Best Friend, I taught on the power of musical worship and interviewed Christian recording artist Rochelle Fletcher about how music has impacted her faith. I don't have the time to unpack all that we did in the one-hour episode, but worship is a critical step in tuning in God's voice. Psalm 100, that is believed to have been written by Moses, provides a pathway to God's presence through worship. Psalm 100 verse 4 tells you to enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. And then Psalm 100 verse 1 tells you that the next step to get into God's presence is for you to come into his presence with joyful songs. Thanksgiving, then praise, and joyful songs. I hope you picture a temple as you go through the steps in the pathway to God's presence. You enter his gates with thanksgiving and then moving closer to his presence, you enter into his courts with praise. Moses is teaching that if you want to get close enough to hear from God, you've got to open the gate door with thanksgiving. How often do you enter with complaining and the gate is as close as you get? God is inviting you to enter his gates, walk through the courts and sit in his presence. Are you approaching God or are you waiting, expecting him to approach you? He's already giving you an open invitation. First, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. My friend, Dan McCauley, a guy whose songs are played regularly on Joy Radio, told me about how he came to write the incredible worship song, Listening. Dan said that the chorus came out of an altar time when he was leading worship at Tehillah Young Adults in Calgary, Alberta. God dropped these words into his head as he was improvising and singing spontaneously. Then the verses came as he studied the Bible for all the ways that we hear God. Then the bridge came during a time of prayer and fasting when they were seeking God about a decision they had to make. God speaks clearly when you're worshiping him in song. To close out the show and this series, I want to talk to you about the most critical way to start tuning in God's voice. The fifth simple step to tuning in God's voice is to get alone with God. You have to tune out the interference that busyness brings into your life. It's so practical. It's so simple. Be quiet. 
You've got to spend quiet time with God to get to know His voice. And as you make time with Him a priority, I promise you that you will begin to hear from Him as His voice becomes as familiar as your friend next door's. Samuel was alone when God spoke to him. In Luke 21, verse 37, you can read how Jesus spent every night on the Mount of Olives praying by himself and then was able to spend the days preaching and teaching. The example here is that you need to get alone so you can fill up to flow out. So how do you break the addiction to the interference of busyness? Sometimes you can get so busy that your mind is stressed and your thoughts are scattered or anxiety manipulates your thoughts. Both can hush the voice of God to levels you won't be even able to hear. A great way to slow down from your hectic pace is to allow yourself rest time. Indulge yourself in a healthy hobby. I heard a preacher telling a story this week of how he has a such a busy ministry schedule that when he gets home or if he realizes that he's been running too fast, he goes downstairs and plays with his train sets. Funny, I know. But he told how frequently God speaks to him as he's relaxing his mind and focusing on building the locomotive sets. A hobby is a great way to disengage your brain from the interference of busyness. Something I instituted years ago is taking 20 minutes to sit silently and listen for God's voice. It was a very difficult thing for me at the beginning, and I have to set the timer on my phone so I don't try to rush off too soon or fall asleep. Sometimes I hear something from God, and other times I just feel rested. But no matter what I feel, I know God deposits into my spirit as I get alone with Him. Like tuning out the interference of static on your radio and dialing in your favorite station is tuning out the chaos of life and tuning in God's voice. To give you some really practical advice on hearing from God, I want you to understand that for me, most times the voice of God sounds like ideas in my head. He's not loud or obvious, but gentle and quietly leading me along if I pay attention. Writing this episode, I experienced a perfect illustration of this phenomenon. I wanted to get the show done earlier in the week, but I was so very busy with a million other tasks that I didn't feel any inspiration, and I find it hard to write for the show without any inspiration. I knew I had to get the show done, so there was time for my producer, Mike, to get it mastered and out to all of you. So I went to bed asking God to speak some inspiration for the show. I was hoping for a dream or to wake up with a phrase in my thoughts, but nothing like that happened. I just had a thought to go for a walk. My doer personality always wants to just get to work, but I thought maybe this was God's way of getting alone with me. So I put on my running shoes, grabbed my headphones, and headed out the door. Most often, I'll listen to a sermon, book, or podcast when I walk, but I felt God encouraged me to listen to my Abide Bible Meditation app. I turned on the devotion for that day, and it was a message on Psalm 100. It was the vehicle God used to get the message about the pathway to His presence I shared with you earlier, and it was from this springboard that He gave me creative ideas to write this show. I never heard a loud, booming voice. I didn't see stars writing in the sky or a letter written on the wall. No, for me, most times, God's voice sounds so much like my ideas, like my voice inside my head, that sometimes I miss what he's trying to communicate to me. 
I believe strongly that God wants to speak to you. He wants to show you the way to tune out the interference of the enemy, this world, and the interference your own heart provides so that you can clearly tune in His voice. We've talked about how music is so powerful in bringing us into God's presence, and I can't emphasize that enough. Musical worship is so powerful. Muzak often plays in the background of your life as you ride up an elevator rushing to work, walk through the malls looking for that perfect gift, or sit in your doctor's office waiting for the results of that test. It's just white noise you most often don't even realize is there until it's a song you know. And then all of a sudden, words start coming out of your mouth and you start singing them or just playing them in your head. Memories are even triggered of times where you heard the song, especially if you have an emotional attachment to the song. This immediate response is triggered by previous exposure. The lesson for you here in your effort to be found tuning in the voice of God is that if you become familiar with God's voice in the silence, you'll be able to recognize Him speaking in the chaos of life. Well, I hope I've whetted your appetite and made you thirsty to hear God speak to you in powerful ways that could change your life. My challenge for you today is to implement the five simple steps to tuning in God's voice this week. Don't put it off. Get serious about hearing from God and becoming familiar with His voice. It will change your relationship with the Creator from a stale, ritual, regulating existence to the most incredible friendship you could ever experience. Getting to the point where you can be in constant communication with God is an incredible place to live that leaves you refreshed no matter the circumstances you're facing in life. From all of us here at Joy Radio, we're so glad you joined us for episode 69 of the Soul H2O Radio and Podcast Show, which was Tuning in the Voice of God, part four of four in the Hearing God's Voice series. We're inviting you to join us for the Soul H2O Splash online event for women. Make sure to mark your calendars for Thursday night, June 17th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's going to be an incredible night. I'll provide the teaching. Some of the Soul H2O team will be sharing testimonies of their experiences hearing from God. And Christian recording artist Rochelle Fletcher will be leading in worship so you can experience an atmosphere ripe for hearing from God. All women are encouraged to have their Bible, a pad of paper, and pen just available so you can record what God speaks to you as you open your hearts. You'll be amazed at what God can and will do. Come with a heart ready to tune out the interference and tune in God's voice. If you forget all the details for this event, don't worry. Check out the show notes for all the details and graphics to share from this episode's teaching at soulh2o.com slash 69. Until we meet again, I'm praying you stay blessed and refreshed. We appreciate your support to help Soul H2O Ministries continue and want to thank all of you who partner with us in making this Joy Radio show a reality so people can come and get refreshed. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world.